Hey, what's up, folks? Now, look, I present myself in such a way for this, uh, for these videos that I like to make to get straight to the point to be as informative as possible. So I don't know how much of my actual essence shows through these videos. I don't know how much personally that I am altering to, um, video form to be even more entertaining but one thing that I've always identified as and I found myself placed in that position not even just because of what I had proclaimed for myself is that I found myself to be a weirdo I identified as a as a weirdo and people made me feel that way and oftentimes even though I feel like that's probably changing now and will continue to change you know that you feel like a weirdo, you feel crazy, and then you have your parents and friends who are just normies in, in a sense. They'll try to convince you that um, that, that you're not weird and that you're not crazy. Um, but I think, because I know exactly how I'm going to be, I don't know exactly how, but I have a great idea of how I would be raising my children. Um, and I, that would be to encourage being weird. To uh, being a weirdo, even if it means that I may be stressed out a little bit more by uh, a lot of questions, a lot of noise, I don't know, a lot of kids around just because of exploration. And as a child, the best way to explore is to be around other children, I would say. Um, but it's also pretty good to spend time alone also, uh, a lot of time, um, because... I know I did that and had self-exploration in a sense, um, but without anybody just like directing me to do these particular things. And now we have the chance, if we consciously understand the benefits of going within to practice, you know, practicing introspection. Now we have the benefits to pass it on to our kids. And we already see that the next generation is leaps and bounds above the generation before that and the generation before that. I don't know which generation I was in, I'm in compared to the one now, but the the but the facts are still the same, um, and now we get to pass on these profound things that we it took us twenty something years to grasp, and you you pass it to a child in you know in its early uh, in its early years, um, just like you know you hear still you hear stories of. Kids at a at a young age becoming proteges to the game of chess, and then they become actually they actually become masters and grandmasters at a pretty uh, young age, a wonderkind of sorts, and it affects their life in a positive way. Decision making, confidence, you know, strategy, everything that comes with um, that that comes with playing chess, but and I think a harsh reality is that a lot of us. Are doing parenthood wrong I'm damn I damn sure I'm not perfect and I'm also not in that particular position to even properly compare myself because I haven't got to the to the meat and the potatoes the, the real I think the biggest downside that I see in in parenting today and that's just wanting to keep our children silent for the sake of for the sake of us, you know, 
And a great piece of advice that I've received that I still, that I mentioned in another video is that, is that you have to see yourself in this particular child. So if your child is all, you know, wild and loopy and just laughing at things that don't even really make sense. At one point, that was probably you. Unless you just grew up in such a traumatic era, you know, uh, you had such a traumatic childhood. And even more so, it may not be easy to understand, but even more so, you should be trying to find that understanding. Finding something that you see in your child that you're supposed to be grateful for because you didn't have it as a child. Alright, if you grew up hard, if you grew up as a thug or something like that, you'd be happy that your child was a was a nerd. You just don't understand all the signs because you've, you're shutting them down on a micro level and not even focusing on the macro. You know, on the micro, on the day-to-day, you know, like, oh, it's it's a Tuesday, so, hey, you know, you know, shut up, stop making, you know, stop making that noise or whatever. You say that on a Tuesday, okay, all's good. I mean, you're going to have to say it a bunch of times during that day. Then you do it on a Wednesday, then you do it on a Thursday, then you do it on a, you know, and over time, this child grows up constantly capping his or herself because they've been programmed. If anybody can program you, it can be it's, it's going to be your goddamn parents. Say all all you want about school, you, your parents will program the hell out of you, because they'll because they when you are see, it's good that school doesn't necessarily prepare you for life because it's supposed to be your parents' job, okay? So nothing exposes the downfall of a child like tying it back to. The way he or she was brought up. Okay. So was was this child tolerated? Okay. Was this child encouraged? And I, I can't speak on how my mom is a failure. Because our love languages didn't necessarily link up completely. Um, But. She wasn't. She wasn't encouraging. She was. She tolerated me a lot. And I understand a lot of that had to do with. Things that were going on that I couldn't comprehend as a child. So I kind of took it as neglect. But I, was, I wasn't I was encouraged. And looking back, I know the difference that that would have made. Because I just always felt like a quitter. Even to this day, sometimes I struggle with committing to, to whatever thing. You know, sometimes it's in a relationship. I, mean, I haven't cheated, but mentally just not committing to the relationship or... Um, not committing to any venture that I would want to go because I feel like I need to get the home run, which is just, it's counterproductive because I know at my best, I'm taking swings every day, you know, but anyway, so you want to encourage, you want to encourage the innocence, all right, so no matter what that may translate, if your child you know, likes the Beyblades, likes the Yu-Gi-Oh and all that. I mean, just things that I liked as a child and they still got it going. So I get to, you know, I actually still get to play around you know, every once in a while. Um, but, you know, you just want to encourage them to do that because there are there are thousands of worse things that a child could be uh, could be doing. And um, to get rid of some of that regret on the back end, if it ever comes to your doorstep. Is that you just want to take it on right now. Easier said than done. But if I can put it out there into the universe and all that. And just let us 
take it all in, let us breathe it all in, you know, like this, this bit of information can really change the course of our lives and children's and future generations because it, I would imagine that it's such a, such a luxury to grow up with the knowledge like my parents always believed in me. And it's like when you grow up your whole life and you feel like nobody believes in you, for one, you're not going to believe in yourself. As a result, chances are pretty high. It can't put a chip on your shoulder, but you know you can. The, the chances of having low self-esteem are um, apparently there. So, you know. Um, so yeah. So when you go. So when you go through that, you know you can't have low self-esteem, and also because I was starting to lose uh, lose footing a little bit. You have to. Someday in the adult world, compete with people who had children. I mean, who had their parents believe in them. Now, like you're fighting all types of wars as an adult. You're fighting off things from your past, from your childhood. And then you have somebody who didn't have that. So they got to focus on pro bigger problems in the sense that this is what's going to get, get them to their desired um, outcome, destination. Um, but as as adults, you know, we always said that you know we gonna give our our children the life we never had, and until that reality comes up, and then we also feel buried like our parents did, and we have to outstretch our arms for that extra bit of courage that extra bit of strength and consciousness to transcend the pain that we feel and make something out of it for the sake of somebody who didn't even ask to be brought here okay so I understand we didn't ask to be brought here as as humans this is we didn't consciously ask for this thing but we know what it was like being brought into a world not asking to be put here and not having the tools that hindsight told you that you would need now that you understand what you didn't have you get to pass that on to the future generations and they get to pass it on and innovate and they say well this is what was missing here and they add to it and then they add to it okay but it's going to happen in the micro the most the most important thing is the next interaction you're going to have with your child or a child because a lot of adults will tell you to sit down and shut up because that's what they would prefer to do but truth be told if they really had it their way they would throw all responsibilities away they would put all these bills work put it all behind them and if you did if you had the luxury of putting all that behind you you would be worry-free just like a child. And, like, in a sense, it's like we want to take that away from them just because we don't have it. And I'm just like, one of our greatest, like, why be alive if your existence is to take away from something that you claim you actually want? Okay, so we have all these ambitions about what we want out of life as adults. 
we rationalize it. We find it to be pretty simple. Well, we don't ask for much. Children ask for even less. Okay? All they need is a place where they can be themselves. Where they can be colorful. That's all. And somebody to believe in. Alright? So we found a way to complicate so many things. We try to shut our kids down. We don't know. We may not consciously know we're doing it. Because we may be focusing on the television. I'm going to wrap this example around. So just bear with me. While we're watching the television. We're telling them to shut up so we can hear the TV. Your kid. Look. Check this out. Your kid's singing in the other room. Shut up. Alright. I don't need to be hearing that. They shut up so you can watch American Idol and marvel at that and talk about that at work or with your family or with the person you just told to shut up. That's the shit that you need to think about when you talk about, you know, these children having problems with depression and anxiety and committing suicide. All right. Bigger balls than me committing suicide at 10 years old. You know, there's a reason for this. It's a huge disconnection all around. And we make it this external problem. It's extremely internal. We learn to second guess ourselves. We learn to steal our perceived image of how we think we're perceived from other people. So you hear somebody call you stupid enough, you start to believe that you're stupid, you know. Luckily, not for all of us, or and for a great deal of us, even more more so, had a chip on on their shoulder and they did something about it. But as a child, that's just tough to. That's a tough thing to stomach. So I feel like, me, personally, as an adult, who's Dealt with a lot of trauma. And I don't think people will really understand. They will eventually understand. Like it really does take out a bit of your life. To come very close to suicide so many times. It, it just takes pieces of you away. It's like you're not all alive man. So and you know to be continued. I'm not conceding to anything. Um, But you know. In experiencing all of that, you know, I I have the opportunity um, to encourage somebody else to give them, you know, give them a better, maybe a better starting point, a, a better chance of, you know, with more, more, uh, a more resourceful um, means to progressing. Through the, you know, adolescence, teenage years, and 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 actually in into the twenties, and for as long as I'm needed. So I have the opportunity. Because. As as I've reflected, or I've ruminated many times. Worrying about, life and how I fit in or don't fit in or, what's the purpose of all this. 
I really think about ending it all, I seem to neglect the impact that I can have on other people who who won't have to go through what I went through because I went through it. So then I can tackle the signs early on. I won't be able to save anybody from sadness. But a little bit of consciousness and presence can go a long way in the face of the adversities that we ingest. And the thing is, after a while, every loss feels the same for a lot of us. Every bit of fear feels the same. That's what anxiety is, by the way. So, you're anxious that your phone isn't where you... Because your, your phone isn't where you thought you put it. It's not in your pocket. It kind of feels no different from... You know, your, your car just got smashed. Or somebody's about to chase you with a gun. That feeling is... There's no difference. You know, the mind really knows no difference once you reach a certain level. Alright, so... You know, you, you experience that quite a bit. And then, so... And I don't know if I'm losing you here or if I'm going... Because I know I'm all over the place. But... That can be prevented. That can be prevented because I did a lot of things I didn't know what the outcome would be. And also, I was I was in a toxic situation. Alright? So, if you see, you see a child who goes through these things and been in a toxic situation and made it out... You know, it, the child will have a great idea as to what he or she will want to put out in, in, into uh, uh, the universe, into life, into, into creation. And then there will be a great deal of us who have been so battered, who've been just beaten down by it so badly that that's kind of all they can produce. Um, so it's... It's good to live long enough to see the story not be the same for your descendants, for your child. There's much more to life than just suffering. I think suffering is a great part of life. But there's a lot more to it. So I will wrap this up because I know that I didn't hit every point. Like I'm all over the place. It's hard for me to really grasp all that I'm trying to say right now because this is on the fly and I and I didn't rehearse is that the, I, the best thing that you can do for your child is to encourage him encourage her okay I understand that we have all of these apprehensions and reluctancy because we don't want them to find hurt like we had it because in a way obviously when they experience it we we're definitely going to internalize it so in a way we're trying to stop our own hurt but we have to see the children in us 
we have to find that link. So to be both understanding and protective. And I understand that we find a way to fear and talk down on things that we don't understand. But it's the norm for somebody else. And when you speak of human decency and you speak of being united. It's meeting people where they are, even if it's uncomfortable. It doesn't have to turn into a fight. It doesn't have to turn into a dictatorship just because it's your children. It's actually very much beneficial for you to let your children take you on a trip. For fear that you get stuck in your old ways and you never actually get around to doing what mattered to you. And I'm sure many people who may watch this or many people who have existed can attest to the fact that their kids will take them places they didn't even know they needed to go. Alright? Because the child knows best. Alright? You get so caught up in how small the child is, how conscious the child is. But all it did was reveal to you uh, how, that you're so smart that you found a way to make an idiot out of yourself. By not listening to the things that lit you up as a child. There's hope. There's short-term memory for, for the things that, uh, that are a burden. You know, there's a, m imagination. There's creating out of thin air. It's everything not making sense. It's making mistakes. All of it is worth it. Okay? So encourage the arts. More, more importantly, if, if we're talking about encouraging children. Because I, I still feel like when we encourage children, we want to encourage them to do great things and things that's probably not going that's not going to end up being a waste. I mean, let I mean let let's face it. You know, we, we, women still are dealing with a lot of dead ends. And when I say dead ends it's like you know, when you when you when you anticipate what life would be like having a boy, you're like, "Oh, well, I could put him in baseball, football, NBA. I mean, you know, basketball. He may end up making it to the league in one of them things." But when you're dealing with a girl, you, you think completely, you, you think differently. So you may be thinking like, you know, yeah, I put her in basketball, softball, cheerleading. But it's not going to get them very far. All right. And, and, and if the reasons are obvious. It, it's nothing that's that's because this is a man's world type of thing. It, it's the money, the money talks, the entertainment levels, all of that. I understand that, and I, I fight for women's rights because my daughter is going to inherit this earth. So, you know, I don't, I don't really have a choice. So I'm, I'm not going to talk down on, on women in that regard. But, but we know what it is. So when I think about raising my child, I'm, yeah, I got to make sure that I don't get her into conventional things. We may have to take a, we may have to take a different route. You know, I may, ha I mean, we're going to have to take a different route in regards of, you know getting her in sports and things like that. Now, sports is definitely important, but as, as far as dreaming, as far as dreaming bigger and not trying to cap my daughter's potential, 
because it's much easier for a woman's potential to be capped than a man's, I believe. Um, I mean, a man could just be walking down the street and he can work himself into a promotion. Like, literally, construction outside of this building. You go over there with the right stuff on, ask them for a job, they'll give you one. All right? A woman? Mm, probably not. All right? For, again, for obvious reasons, but, uh, but it, this forces you to think in a more intricate way. So even more so with our daughters, but children in general. You, you got to, um, you know, encourage them to just, just, just every little weird thing. Every little weird thing that they like to do, man. Whatever little quirk that they have going for them, explore that and get them to want to know more about it. And let them, let them teach you. And um, Because children are going to be programmed either way. In any event, children are going to be programmed. So if you think that these little things that you can do in their life won't make a difference, you're wrong. Because think about the little negative things that occurred in their life that you had a hand in. And look how that turned out, all right? I've seen some things as a child that's still sticking with me to this day. It still messes with me, all right? Um, so, that's it. Protect the weirdo. Encourage the weirdo. And um, like and subscribe.